Welcome to another episode of the After the Whistle podcast. Today, it's just me, Smiley, doing the hosting, joined with Corey and Vangelda, some two other guys, be like, and they try to run away from the discussions at hand. So, Charlie, guys, what's good? The people that have run away from their inevitability. <laughs> all good, Charlie, all good. They should come to the front of the class, but they have, they, they, they both said, they both said their way. Yeah, somewhere. At an event. They knew we were recording hmm. today. Kale, Kale, right, right now, we need to raise our flags. Maybe now we've raised our flags. We, we raised our flags, flags. long time ago. I, I think we need to speak. Because we have given, I have, I, have, I have to say, we have given crack uh, mm-hmm. a lot of good. Exactly. But even though even though crack not day here today, so he still deserves Yeah, because he's not day here. Kill has to come to the front of the class. He has some questions to answer. Mm-hmm. But apart from that, I, I think it has for me that I'd be very cool. Vangyoda. I'm good, Charlie. Long long week, long weekend, but all good, Charlie. All good. Monday they come, mm-hmm. so a boss more by be cool. God day inside. Brother. Yeah, so like I said, Kill and Crack, they are pretending to be busy this evening, so they are not going to be joining us for this one. But we still move regardless. It uh, wasn't too good. Smiley's <laughs> defeated. <laughs> Tell me. Tell me. Try. See, you, know, you have no idea how hard it is to come and sit down and do this thing <laughs> after this type of weekend. You pulled me to give Smiley his flowers, bro. <laughs> Loki. Because this is hard. He is different. If they score my team, bro, like me, I know what we can do. I would talk to you, Jali, 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 sick or something. Make nobody host that thing. I can't do what you're doing, bro. Uh, Loki, I have to give you your, your, your flowers, man. So, yeah, anyway, um, it was a long weekend of Premier League action. And I think the best place to start is the match that we just all witnessed. And that is Arsenal versus Man United. Somehow the game ended 3 1. Somehow. It magically ended. Somehow the game ended 3 1. How the referee managed to make that happen, only he knows. But. Masa, 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 masa. Move on, move on. Quick, move on, quick. Somehow they managed to see an offside where some of us didn't see one. They managed to see certain things that the rest of us didn't see but anyway it has happened now so the game ended 3-1 and i'm just going to shoot this one right to Corey. how do you feel about yet another okay. victory against united it's music as the yes talking, it's just 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 music a symphony beautifully orchestrated but i mean i mean i i i feel i feel i feel good i i think we we needed to win this this game we couldn't allow United to come in the form they're in with the players they have. Dude, United ended the, the, the match with the centre-back pairing of Johnny Evans and Harry Maguire in 2023. There's no reason why in a game so important that those are your two are your two uh, centre-backs. And you know what? I saw a video after the game. Lendeloff is limping through, through uh, the mix zone. And stuff like that. I had uh, 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 the butcher. <laughs> he too, he too went off with an injury. I mean, the day couldn't have been any better. For uh, like, I can't stand Ten Hag. So 
everything he said after the game as well, it, it was just everything just culminated to just a euphoric feeling in in, in in my head. About the game, I'll be very honest with you. I skipped the game intentionally. I wasn't busy. I wasn't I wasn't um I wasn't doing anything. I just didn't want to watch the game. After the Fulham game, see I've been watching Arsenal for a long time. And so they really easily just ticked me off. After the Fulham game, there was no reason why we should start drawing that game and it pissed me off. So I was just like this game, I'm not even gonna put myself through I was expecting us to give it one goal away, dash it to Rashford or something. I mean, he scored. Um, we 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 went one nil down. The boys uh, equalized. I, I mean, after the game, I watched the, the highlights. The, the boys equalized instantly, and then we played sort of this kind of like a, a test me, make I test you. Everybody was afraid to lose the game, and nobody wanted to go and win it. I have to big up Declan because Charlie, that's 105 million correctly spent. <laughs> if you go win we Manchester United game be it's money well spent. I have to I have to big him up the, the composure in the back post. I think Onana should have done better to be honest, but I'll take it. Um Declan scores. And United do this. Well, I, I don't I don't even want to say it was a gung ho, because I don't even think you Ipo went gung gung ho, but the next attack. That United tried it ended up in a in a uh, uh, where where Dalo they go? <laughs> oh, it'd be sincere, it'd be because I see say he passed. You know, as when they go score the third goal, he passed, but like he left <laughs> he left the camera. So I don't know. Bessing. So as, 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 Bessing. as I say, as I come there, as I come the point, I go busy. You say now where Dalo they go? <laughs> no comments. <laughs> I have zero comments. But but yeah, overall, I, I think I think they did well. I think we still have a lot of things to work on, man. Like, I think for us, this United game, we should have dominated. I, I wanted to see some form of like domination where we treat United like they are small boys. After beating us in the US, it paid me smile. I don't think I had it. That that two two new preseason is just preseason, though, as they say. So I was waiting for, for for this guy. I said, let's let's make it count where it matters. You come the game day, they draw. It was really paining me, but. I have to big them up for winning it, and it's good to win it before the international break. You 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 have two weeks or a week and a half to 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 really revel in it, and I'm going to enjoy the week. I, I won't lie to you, but yeah, that's 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 my my general take on that. Well, um, from a United fans' perspective, I would say. I could see what Ten Hag was trying to do. I know a lot of United fans weren't too happy about how they were playing, particularly in the first half. And I could see what Ten Hag was doing because the whole game plan was to invite pressure and then try to hit them on the counter. So there were plenty moments where you saw them just passing the ball at the back seemingly aimlessly and just inviting too much pressure. But that was what they were just trying to do. And you could also see that that's one of the reasons why De Gea wasn't going to fit into this team the way people thought he could fit in. Because Onana is very, very confident under pressure and he passes the ball brilliantly. So it's not a game plan that you can do with De Gea because De Gea is going to panic. You could see that the Arsenal attackers were even reluctant to press him whenever he had the ball because it was almost pointless because you know that he's going to beat the press and pass or something. So, even though 
as a team that you're trying to go toe-to-toe with Man City and Arsenal, you'd rather see your team playing on the front foot. I could also see why he didn't want to go and open up at Arsenal because you also have to remember that United under Ten Hag have a very terrible away record against the top six Premier League teams. In fact, the top nine actually because I think last season they had some record like that that they only beat one of the top nine away from home, something like that. So I could see why they were playing that game plan. And also, it's also very important to acknowledge that United had a lot of key players missing. I think from the starting lineup, there were like four brilliant. players missing because Varane, Varane is injured, Luke Shaw is injured, Mason Mount is injured, and who's the last person? I've forgotten. Key but player, MM7. Key player, MM7. I mean, Joe, for now, he's Joe, just actually, <laughs> Whatever Ten Hag has in talk about the amount of injuries <laughs> that are piling up in the league. This it's season ridiculous. is very, very unusual because every team has a very, very unusual amount of injuries, particularly for such an early portion of the season. Bro, it's... Pate is out to another, like, two, three... Another, like, three, four weeks, bro. I think at this point, every team, or at least from the top six, everybody has at least one starter out Bro. for at least a month. Man City have Kevin De Bruyne out. Arsenal have Partey out. Greenish. Greenish. Chelsea have Nkunku mm-hmm. out. United have Varane now. Luke Shaw out. Mason Mount. More boys, and today, bro. Lindelof and Lisandro Martinez have also added themselves, which led us to having Maguire and Johnny Evans on the pitch in the 21st century. What's a partnership? 2023. Dude, that's, that's Leicester's... Charlie. Bro. El- a Leicester centre back pairing from 2017, dude, and you are finishing a game with the two of them on the pitch against a team like Arsenal. It just shows you everything about what what everything that has gone wrong with United over the past years. Because there's no reason, absolutely no reason, why you should have those two on the pitch. And then Anthony Martial, like today, I was just looking at how much Martial has fallen off as a player. And I was just thinking to myself, when was the last time I saw Martial playing a game and I was thinking, this guy, he's a he's a goal threat. Even if he's not scoring, he looks like someone who could score at any point. He's a serious shadow of his former self. I don't know how it got this bad. I don't know whether he's lost his passion, his motivation to play, but it's terrible. And it's like, the way United fans were looking forward to Rasmus Hoyland coming on and how much we are eager to see the back of Martial, I just wonder whether at the back of his mind, he wonders whether, like, he just wonders how things went too wrong for him to the extent that United fans are eager to see the back of him. And now that Hoyland is coming on, it's the same eagerness that we had for Martial in the beginning that we now have for Hoyland. The same thing, bro. Like I was about to tell like, you. That same all yeah, your hope yeah, along like that. Smiley, yeah. can I ask you something? Yeah. Is it is it do you think it's a coaching problem? No. Martial is it a coaching problem? Yeah. No. Like, is it a coaching issue? Is it is a confidence issue? Because I'm not I'm not looking I'm not looking at the reason why the base we say it not be just arm, right? Mm. Sancho is not playing anymore. 
I've I thought he wasn't playing before. <laughs> yeah, but no, Sancho used to get starts though. Now he doesn't get starts but at all. The thing all. is, Sancho, even in the starts and he was getting, he wasn't doing anything. So it's not like. Yeah, that's what. That's why that'd be why they busy you because if the entirety of your front line, the only player who has developed in the past eighteen months is only Marcus Rashford, who we all know was a left-sided player, and all he needed was for proper delivery and just space to express himself. So having gotten that under Eric Ten Hag, he's now showing that you know his capacity and his ability. Whereas all the other players who require actual coaching to get better, none of them, and I'm including Anthony in here, it's been eight, eight, 12 months, 14 months probably already, and I, I can't seem to say, okay, Anthony has improved in this area or in that area. It always be, take the ball with the left foot, go forward, go forward, his right foot is useless, cut inside, either try to bend it or try to find the pass. Okay, let me say that for Martial in particular, I've seen him looking the most motivated in the past, say, three years under Ten Hag. And that was last season, which is ironically the season where he had the most injuries. Because at the beginning of last season, he was looking very motivated. He was actually the one leading the, leading the press, which is something that is very, very strange from Marshall. I remember pre-season. Pre-season and then when the season started, he was looking very, very motivated. Like It looked like he had his hunger back. And he would have you play a game, be out for a month, two months, come back, look like he's still motivated. And he had like a decent um, goal per minute, uh, goal contribution per minute ratio or something. Like his ratio wasn't too bad. It was only like in the last two, three months of the season where it started feeling like he was getting overwhelmed by their injuries where then the motivation started dying down and we didn't see the same Marshall we were seeing in the beginning of the season. But this season in particular, at the start of the game, I just said in one of my other group chats that this guy, he already knows that they are going to substitute him on the 60th minute. So he's just here to pass out the time until 60th minute. And that's exactly how it looked. Dude, proper passenger. That's exactly proper how it looked. Proper passenger, just looked like... Yeah, he knows that he did. No matter what, 68 minutes he'll go off. So let me just pretend like I'm trying to work, jog here, jog there. When is my time? I just go off. That's exactly how the performance was. For Anthony, I would say this is probably the most. That question, this guy. <laughs> For Anthony, this was probably the one of the most. Uh, I don't want to say encouraging because <laughs> this was one of the most tolerable performances I've seen from Anthony. Wow. And even with even mil, with bro. that, the final ball was still terrible. The decision making in the final third was still terrible. But he had decent hold-up play. As for the defensive aspects, we all know that that's the one thing he's good at. If he wants to play left-back, if he put, put on for there, he was defensively there, he would track back for you and all those things. But the hold-up play in attack was was decent. He had certain good moments. But in the end, if it doesn't come to anything, you can't really be too happy about it. So, for, for so, Anthony, I wouldn't say it's a motivation problem. The guy is just not good. Like, he can be very motivated and be not good. Huh, you see, that that be what I want to say. The, 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 I, I don't understand that signing a, a little bit because... Not a little bit. Not at all. Because... Bro, I'm, I'm trying to be nice. I don't know how he fits. 
he doesn't he doesn't come back to help. When he goes forward, no. he either as for the, as for the, 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 the transition play. Tracking back there, he did track back. Like that's the one thing you can count on him for. Why well, he did but that be Brian's <laughs> down information. Tracking and getting free. Well, that be information. If 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 player come, he be forward. It be the same problems I get plus just owner nothing. Somebody he be goalkeeper. If we they talk about in performance, you say he can pass the ball under pressure. He, 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 he be he midfielder. The ball, <laughs> he be midfielder. Somebody where he be goalkeeper, he say he they pass the ball under pressure. Sorry, what about bad. catching the ball? What about what about reflex? What about save? What about claiming? But, but, what about collecting? Uh, no, 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 Vangela, Vangela, you have to say that the goalkeeping department has evolved in in, in football like over the years now. Bro, like I get Norris that. Too. I'm not. I'm not. They, I'm not they, disputing they, they, that. Yeah, I'm not getting. Like the the plaudits yeah, they deserve because everybody's like, I'm not, oh, you can't, you can't pass wrong, a ball. Bro. The same way that check can't pass a ball. <laughs> Corey, make you know, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that like Onana is a bad keeper, but it's very telling if you want to talk about your goalkeeper. Me, my goalkeeper Isha, I know they can't pretend like he they do wasan. <laughs> if your goalkeeper, the best attribute of your goalkeeper, the one who's supposed to prevent goals, his best attribute. Is passing, then it's a problem. Though, are you going to? It's not an issue if you are going to keep the ball all game. But you're not Man City. You are going to give away the ball. You are going to, you know, lose possession and stuff. And so, in that, in that regard, does his passing? Is his passing really necessary? Let me answer this one. The thing about Onana is that it's not that he hasn't been making good saves or anything. He's made. Uh, he's made a few decent saves in the four matches that we've played so far. But the reason why the focus is on his passing is because we haven't seen some before. United fans, we don't see some before. Like, as in, if we are talking about the last time we saw someone who was that good on the ball, we are going maybe Van de Sar and then before him, uh, as for Peter Schmeichel and things, we call them and watch him. You know, we will be watching him. <laughs> Bates, Bates, Bates. Why you won't make a hala me, your movie watch, this beckon? Me, why you won't me, make a hala your movie this beckon? But maybe Corey Goffey tell we about Bates. You know? <laughs> like, Van der Sar, his passing he was... He was a goalkeeper. Van der Sar, was, his passing was decent. But, like, he wasn't as adventurous as Unana. Unana is a very confident passing passer. And it's something that... Dude, his distribution is ridiculous. It's, it's very, very impressive. Like, and that's the reason why United fans keep going on and on about it. Because if you understand mm. how much we struggle with De Gea and how easy what it was for him to panic under pressure. That's just the reason why United fans keep focusing on the passing. As for the saves, he's made a few good... I, I, okay, I have a question. Okay, let me ask you this mm-hmm. question. If you had two goalkeepers, yeah. one is Onana, mm-hmm. and another, and I don't have any goalkeeper in mind, so don't ask me, make a give you name, but another is a goalkeeper who is decent on the ball. See, Van der Sar level decent. Mm-hmm. Or Ederson, uh, no, Ederson is quite good at distribution. But like let's say Van der Sar or Alisson level decent, mm. right? Not not like up to Nana level, but is a better shot stopper. Would you have preferred such a goalkeeper for United, or do you think Unana is the best choice for Manchester you know, United? Unana is definitely not the best choice because even if I was going for a keeper last um, summer, Unana wouldn't have been my first choice. Me, if I who would you have gone for? AC Milan's keeper, Mike Nan, because he. Hey, 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 that be my boy. Because he, okay. he, he also has the ball playing and he's also an amazing shortstopper. So, I'll watch out for him this, this year. Like this he, year. 
Very, 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 very. For him, good he has very, all very the fundamentals keeper. you'd want in a keeper. Like he has the high claiming command of his area, ball playing, shot stopping. Um, he's good at penalties. Like he has all those things. Onana. So where Milan they find these keepers, Donnarumma, Nande. Nah, they bought him from France. They bought him from, I think it was Lille or something yeah. like this. So we we were when I scouting when I scouting Bro, the scene. We in, went in to Dio. France. Initially, I remember Chelsea wanted to sign him, and then something I don't know. I think the guy Lollishon, the guy in charge of our goalkeeping a year at the time with Peter Cech, they recommended that between him and Mendy, they preferred Mendy, so we signed Mendy instead. And then after we signed Mendy, Minyan, uh, Minyan was signed by by AC Milan immediately. So, people they see you make like people see it like the same way Arsenal have gone in for Raya, right? I think eventually Raya upstages uh, what be in Ramsey, your your kind Ramsey uh, Ramsdale, sorry. Ram, yeah, I think Raya would... after after international break. <laughs> probably, I don't know that when, but oh, no, yeah, they see. tell you, and they tell you when. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, fair, fair, okay. I figure yeah. you debase me, but like, yeah, in the end, I think like. Ateta doesn't want to say it, right? But the truth is that apparently the guy where the, the goalkeepers coach for for Arsenal right now, EBE bring Raya to Brentford. So, bro, is is like it's, a, it's just a matter of time. But it doesn't work that that it's, it's not that simple though. But he's the one honest, that made yeah, them sign him before and... before Arsenal wanted before Arsenal got Ramsdale, they wanted Raya. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. But yeah. Um... On the positive side, you know that's me that when it comes to United, I always try to see the positives. Um, Hoyland had a decent outing today. Like, yeah, I didn't watch, so I beg you go for, because me, I go based Kawaii, then you want you want to hey, make a go. Kawa based, there, uh, you, have, you know, Kawaii, there, nobody <laughs> hates the hard part. So, <laughs> so I basically say, Oh, I was see like I didn't watch the game, so can you just tell me how it was? He say make a go base uh, Nicola Jackson. So you there, you at the beg you go feel just wow. give I'm me violence. Bro, hmm, just give me like rundown. Just get someone else in Here's, the thing. Here's the thing. Helen's performance, it's the same way I'm talking about how Unane's performance. It's been a long time since we saw a person doing that, so that's why we hype all those things. So I would say maybe our opinion will also be skewed in that same way because Hoyland puts in a very, very um, aggressive performance that we don't see from the likes of Martial and Rashford. The pressing, the challenging for headers, the, um, there was this moment with the Garnacho goal that was disallowed where he did this pass that I'm sure a lot of people didn't think he had that in his locker because... Because of the Haaland comparisons, people think he's just that big guy up front who does like he just runs and shows his strength and stuff. But it was a very, very impressive piece of skill to pass the ball and release uh, to, to Casemiro who released Ganacho. You, you guys should watch the highlights because I don't think I can do it justice. But that's the thing. It was very, very impressive. And um at the same time. I don't, I'm, like I was saying, it's something that might be skewed from the fact that we've been watching the likes of Marcia, Rashford, and Vegos up top. But yeah, for a first, uh, for, for, for a first impression from a 20-year-old striker, it's give us a lot of optimism because that is one issue United have struggled to have. You don't have those type of strikers 
who, apart from the aggression and challenging for the ball and things, the kind of strikers who run into the box. United are, are always playing people up top who want to play outside the box. You play Martial and he's almost like a central midfielder because he wants you to You sound like deep. you miss Rude Van Nistelrooy, right? Charlie, Charlie, Charlie. Like, that's one thing that at least Ronaldo was doing. It's just that Ronaldo... It's like, you with United, we never seem to get all those things in one person. Smiley, if, I beg you, sorry to interrupt you, mm-hmm. but this is breaking news. So, you know, we say we'll be news organization with the beg you make you no can hold with your journalistic. But Jaden Sancho just released a statement. And I'm just going to read it so that, you know, we can probably talk about it. He said, please don't believe everything you read. Talk to me, I've been waiting for this. He said, please don't believe everything you read. I will not allow people saying things that is completely untrue. I have conducted myself in training very well this week. I believe there are other reasons for this matter that I won't go into. I've been a scapegoat for a long time, which isn't fair. All I want to do is play football with a smile on my face and contribute to my team. I respect all decisions that are made by the coaching staff. I play with fantastic players and grateful to do so, which I know every... To do so, which I know every week is a challenge. I will continue to fight for this badge no matter what. What's Kawa say? Fo- focus on football, Masa. But that be... <coughs> First of all, like, Sancho is the last person who should be coming out to come and challenge release this, bro? a manager in Your public. Coach? You're challenging your manager right after they lost the game, bro, before international break. <laughs> you see... I would understand if, like, Sancho's performances and stuff, they started declining under Ten Hag. But the funny thing is, we've actually seen him play his best football under Ten Hag. And Ten Hag is a manager who has been very patient with him. He sent him go mountains, make you go meditate for, like, two months, come back, come play him and sense. And then now you are the one come to do this. Like, like, if it was somebody who we see him putting a lot of effort on the pitch, you know, that's another thing about United. United, we get a lot of PR players, the kind of players who then will come in the media and then will come talk, say, I'll always give my best for the badge. I'll always do this. Then if they go to the pitch top, they don't want to run. They don't want to press. See Rashford. Rashford, one of his best attributes used to be off the ball, pressing, running, and all those things. And these days, he stopped doing that. But you come in the media and say, I'll kill myself for the badge and all those things. But you don't see them doing it on the pitch. Sancho too has come to add himself to the suit. Like, I tell you, this place is bomb. Honestly. But but you know it's very but this is not okay. We will get into Chelsea later. But for instance, Thiago Silva Dude. directly re- responded to a fan yesterday when they were like, he Chuck, thinks Chuck. we are playing the formation we are playing because of. After that one, the after that one, they do all the time. But this is very interesting though because Ten Hag says that he dropped Sancho because of his performance in training. But on one hand, I'm like fair enough. But was it necessary for him to have said that in, in public? He could have just said, oh, we, we looked at the, this thing and we felt maybe Rashford would give more on the left mm. with Marshall laptop. Or we had, a, we had like, tactical reasons. Full stop. He won't Nobody. push him. He yeah, won't challenge him. probably taking a but leaf out you, of But if book. you say, but if you come and say it's because of training, now you've forced, like, now you've created an impression of Sancho outside that he doesn't train properly. Because the but first statement, if, if I watch the way, if, if he say he's been a scapegoat for a long time, which isn't fair. No, they try to tell them see 
Me, you not talk my matter again, cause me I they play the ball. You just know. But them take you go sabbatical. You can't turn. You go rasa go in there. Go nonsense. You go. Come you go back. see the monks hey. come. Clear in mind everything. The, the guy pay for your flights. Everything. He give you the time off. He protect you in the media only for you to come in. Challenge him no, in the but challenge. You see, bro. the reason why. Yeah. The reason why it's, it's I'm looking time. at Sancho. Sorry, but the reason why I'm looking at Sancho is like the reason why he is. Like, do you know how pushed you have to be to come out and publicly challenge your manager? Especially a manager as unforgiving and <laughs> a quote-unquote disciplinarian like Eric Ten Hag. For you to, for him, bro, this is a very huge risk. He may never see the pitch for United and Eric Ten Hag ever again. He may be sold by January. <laughs> because this is like Ronaldo level. This is Ronaldo level. This is Ronaldo level. level. <laughs> It's crazy. And because uh, well, wow, the, the Saudi window is still open. The Saudi window is still open, so it's not too late for him. If if he's as no, good no. as he thinks he is, maybe go find some Saudi TV and come by him. Because I don't see how he's going to come back from this. Because Tenag, like you said, he's a very unforgiving manager. He's he's very ruthless with these things. He's not going to take kindly to this at all. Like. It's, wow, this is a, wow, 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 wow. A huge wow. mistake on his part. My my question is like now that you've signed Amrabat, right? Mm -hmm. Does it does it mean or are you anticipating that because of how as we are all saying Casemiro has kind of lost five yards over the summer? It's kind of crazy. Do you like, think like Amrabat like yards, bro? At the back, at the back. I don't want to say, I don't want to say you the sell kebab for some. At the back, you are. But it's, do you think? He, he Amrabat comes in to replace Casemiro or to come in and play alongside Casemiro. I I think alongside for the start. And then when Mason Mount is back, be like Casemiro, they go bench with that. I think um, replacing is too early to say. But alongside is more plausible, even with Mount's back. because To, to shore it up? Yeah, because the thing too is Casemiro is somebody who... Of late, I don't know whether it's always been the case, but he likes to bomb forward a lot and actually gets him a lot of important goals for him for us. So I wouldn't be surprised to see Amrabas being the holding midfielder and then Casemiro becomes just a central midfielder who bombs forward to support the attack every now and then. But the issue is that Casemiro in farm belt no good. If he go, he know if he can. Yeah, but the thing so... is that that's the reason why Amrabat Amrabat will now be there because Amrabat will be there to clean up behind him. Yeah. And then sweeper. It reduces the amount of It'll... defensive work that Casemiro will still be required to do defensive work down there, no doubt. But same thing we're least... doing with Partey and uh, yeah. uh Rice, Rice and, well, and he wouldn't have to cover see, too much ground. Partey, if you're listening to this, I beg you Charlie, reduce the sex, bro. It's too much, Them say not be just man. the sex, bro. Them say also be watching. Them say he the order from Tottenham. Dude, you're playing for Arsenal, bro. What the hell? Stop the order of Uto from Tottenham. Heat. Every day, grand injury, grand strain. This thing, why? You know, oh, you know, it's it frustrating. <laughs> see, right, right now, you know if you can't represent your country, it's all because of Punani. Curry. <laughs> Curry. <laughs> Yo, Corey. Yo. Them say no be just sexual. Them say you get some restaurant for 13 years. Instead say you go to chop salad then. Then in the order of Mutuo, to Zafi, watch it. It frustrates me. Every time you bet your head. Why? Ah. <laughs> anyway, moving on. 
I would like the Chelsea boys to come to the front of the auditorium because we've been on United next for too long. Hey, Vangana. Hey. Projects yes. Boli. Yo, hey, come stand here. One nil defeat at home to Nottingham Forest. I'm very sure that after spending one billion, is it euros or pounds? You never expected that this is what was going to be happening so soon in the season. So I did. But hey, that's okay. You did. Mm. I will please explain why you did. Can I hear the lies through the pain? <laughs> what do they mean by lies through the pain, man? First of all, make all the make Sky Sports and Premier League make them all make them fuck off. Even them they talk about everybody in transfer, they know they talk about people, the players where people uh, people sign for them academy. Chelsea inquiry did then they add on academy players, but that'd be cool. Anyway, let me start by saying before any Chelsea fan will can't tell me say I they defend Poch. Let me start by saying absolutely unacceptable. You shouldn't be losing to Nottingham Forest at home. Whether you are you are a young team, whether you are a new coach, you shouldn't be losing to Nottingham Forest at home. That'd be the first point where me I won't get across. However, for the same reasons as well, it's expected that we will have such performances though. If you have such a young team, we have it's, it's been I, past, you you had last year to have these performances, boss man. I know they I know they dispute that. The difference be say. We you won't give your body excuse. I know Balaji making your body excuse. I don't, don't give like, my body excuse. Because new like, manager for us, bounce. He had we will not get some. We bounce. We bounce preseason. Had pre-season. We now where we come down. He, he came we in bounce. Be, be, before before the season even ended. He was hired. So the excuses you won't give up time and listen. He, these boys have been there since January. Not all of them though. The players. Look at how many players we've sold this summer though. Like if you did talk about it in. The only people that have been there in January, I'm not saying be Modric, you don't want to attack. That'd be cool. But if they talk about Modric, then Enzo. Those are the two he that he, he doesn't even play. Shit, yeah, of course. So, Modric, for instance, doesn't play. Madweke got injured and then just came back. Right? Sterling, Sterling did there last year. But if you look at our, our team right now, you can, for instance, if you go through the lineup or whatever, you go see players with them be new. Them still, they get used to the environment. They are still getting used to the coach. They are learning the way the coach wants to play. And more importantly, they are a young team, man. You expect these kind of performances from a young team. When young players are under pressure, the the calmness then they hear to think through to do take make the right decision. They don't get now and then they just pop up shots from anywhere. So I am expecting some of these performances as the season wears on. Will I expect this sometime like March us to be playing like this? No, I don't. Because by March, I expect that by then, more they are more comfortable with each other. They are more comfortable with the tactics and the lineup and everything that the coach wants them to do. And they will be much more improved at doing it. But four games into the season, it's not great to lose to Nottingham Forest. Don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm not justifying that. But I'm just saying these kind of performances are expected. If you think about it from the point of view that they are very, we are a very young squad. Bro, Thiago Silva day when a team is like, they can't chop 39 in two weeks' time. But our average age is 22 and a half. Like, it's a very young team. A very young team. If you take away, like, Chilwell, Sanchez, then this thing, like, Thiago Silva, nobody, and, and uh, what being named, uh, Sterling, no one else on the, on the pitch has more than 50 Premier League games. Like, think about all of these things. Then you would understand why we are playing the way we are playing. I'm not happy with the formation 
I get what he's trying to do, but it doesn't make sense. Stop fucking playing Chilwell at left wing. He's not a left winger. He's been our worst player in the last four games. Bench him. Just because uh, but Chilwell, they strike ball, they score goal. Most, most left back. Make it, make, you know the free play left back again. Ever since he got the second injury, he's just, he's just not the same Chilwell. He can't go and come anymore. First, then you get the power. If you go, can the guy we sign him first or Kobasa? Then we did this Alonso. Cause yeah, see the way somebody they go, can you know if he go right now? He's like Marco Marcos Alonso. If he goes, he can't come back. But unfortunately, he doesn't even have the one v one prowess of Marcos Alonso. So every match with the play, he be ten against eleven. You know they do anything. He's not good. I don't know why Poch decides to keep playing him at left wing. You are hampering the team, right? So for me. I expect that we will have ups and downs, ups and downs, ups and downs, ups and downs throughout the season. But I, if I see progress along the way, or as we are, even with the ups and downs, we are still seeing progress. Already, we are much better <laughs> attacking wise than last season. In every in every sense, like statistically and just watching, we are much better than we were last season in terms of attacking. So yeah, it, it's not great. It's a terrible defeat. I think. I didn't watch the game. Unfortunately, I, I was I was occupied yesterday. But I watched the highlights and we created a lot of chances, but we couldn't finish, which is crazy. So at the end of the day, for me, I'm expecting that after the it's unfortunate. Now he has to stew in this result till like two weeks' time. But hopefully it gives him a time to think and reset. And when the players come back, to go again. Because Chelsea fans especially the ones in the stadium, still look at him as Tottenham Hotspur manager. And four games this the season, they lose one match and they are booing them. They are booing him and the players. It's not great. So, he's already under pressure. He needs to start getting, putting some points on the on, on, on the on the league table and climbing. Right now, we go back to 12. We don't want day 12. Why is he giving <laughs> PTSD? What's the meaning of this? So, speaking of scoring problems, how much are you guys going to pay for Evan Ferguson next summer? I think we've blocked Brighton and Hove Albion's number. Ah, then they then then they can't set Brighton up for the my next trans, transfer fee. <laughs> we they we blocked them a number. Bro, we beg you. Ferguson is easily going for 120 million pounds. It no be we they go pay that money. I and Chelsea will be front of that line. It no holding be we the they go, a promise, blank check. I promise you, no be we they go saying, pay that money. That uh, money, yeah. Uh, uh, I know the team. What, what, what's, what's Brighton's guys' uh, team? Tim, Tony Bloom. What, what 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 number should we put put put, put uh, Bloom, Tony, Bloom. Tony, What number should we put on the check, bro? I delete I delete a number from Tottenham to money. make you know. It not be we they go pay that money. It be Manchester United then they go pay that money. Then they go. But hey. I won't see I won't see whether somebody like like Tottenham. Let's see whether somebody like Tottenham blow the cane money plus some in January try and get this guy before everybody else does. They are Let's not see. going to blow any money anywhere. It's Daniel Levy. Charlie, that Levy uh, has been here too. That guy has ego. He doesn't have a star player in his team anymore. Where they're my owner, they are that American guy. It will get court case. So sometimes they, they take any money pay in legal office. So they don't get money, then they take go by anybody in January. But speaking of Tottenham and losing Kane, how impressed have you guys been considering how well they've been playing and how seamlessly James Madison has slotted into the team. Charlie. Yes, I read some message. Sorry, go, Corey. No, I've 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 watched some of the Tottenham games pain, painfully so, but <laughs> I, I've watched I've watched some, some of their games and you know, 
the teams that they're beating, yes, they're, they're a lot more open. They're a lot more fluid than when Kane was there, where he was a central point. Everything has to probably pass through him. Now, now they have a bit more variety. But Tottenham are, are still quite open. I feel if they go up against, uh, let's say, a Liverpool or a Tottenham or even... No, well, they beat United. No, no but um, I understand what you mean because even against United, yeah, he created more scoring chances than them. So even I think our XG, uh-huh. XG was like two point something. Or I don't know. I feel as though Tottenham are about like three bad results away from being like in a shithole. I mean, as much as they're doing well, they're lot, they're really hot and cold. Like they're they're taking their chances, and right now the young boys are you know carrying the team. But again, young boys, and and some their midfield is very inexperienced. They were trying to get rid of Hoiberg on the on the deadline day and things and it was a mess. So I I, I don't really I'm I'm observing them quietly. They've started well, they always do, but let's let's see them last uh, last the test of time because me Ange sus bruh. I'm just going to say that Ange Postacoglu has impressed me. I, I, I would say he has impressed me. Sorry, Smiley. Smiley. Sorry for cutting you, but I would say he has impressed me. Like, the fact that a day before the season starts, you lose such an iconic, legendary, talismanic player in Kane and still manage to galvanize the boys, get them to play and buy into the way you want to play and still be able to produce results. Yes, it may not be great, they may be open and things. And it might even just be new manager bounce and, you know, early season jitters or early season, you know, uh, good work. But I'm still quite impressed by how he's got them to buy into his idea. It seems like everybody is on song over there. He He's clearly the one in charge of the footballing side of things, running the team how he wants to do it. And I, I'm also, I also like the way he speaks. Like, he be some somebody asked him like does he think James Madison is is the bargain of the summer? And he said forty five billion bargain. I don't know the world you are living in, my friend. <laughs> I don't call that a bargain, and it's hmm. quite refreshing, right? It's quite yeah, refreshing it, to hear. Manny I, I like the way like he that. talks. That's what I, I, yeah, I, I'll yeah. give him that. He takes He's, the he speaks out of the the press because they take like they were asking some stupid question about his his tactics. You know, it's like I had to copy Pep. You know. <laughs> Because everybody, they, they don't give him any credit. They don't give him any credit, too. But but I like the way he handles the, the media. That one, I'll give it to him. He did try. The way he yeah, started, he did try. Yeah. But Tottenham will, you know, do Tottenham. He has, know, he has I, this likable charisma about him that makes it easy to see why players would like him. Because he just has this... I don't know. I don't know how to put it. He just has this fatherly joking... Yeah, it, it not be like... It, you know, that fat kind by that kind of old man way, he did flow plus young people. Yeah. But he go give some bad dad joke. Way he is, I go talk to you, that was very bad, right? Yeah. <laughs> then everybody go laugh. That kind of thing. He get that, that air around him. You don't, you don't look at him and go like, there's somebody I can't approach. Or You know the gift and advice, basically. But yeah. <laughs> but yeah. One thing I would say too is that James Mad- in James Madison, they've probably stumbled on the cane replacements that people didn't expect to see coming because he might be able to replace Kane's importance to some extent. To some extent... That's a reach, a way, man. In a way, people don't expect because 
James Madison has always Assist. been. The thing is, James Madison has always been a consistent goal contributor, with the exception of even even last even last season he was actually but injuries pretty good. as well. Injuries I think, as I well. think last season was actually his best. Yeah, because last season, even in the midst of injuries and in the in the way Leicester was playing, he was still very good. And he's such a like I know they hype English players, right? Uh, you know me, <laughs> I don't rate them at all. Like I think my left foot is better than a lot of English players, and I'm not even a footballer. But Madison is one of those English players that it, it, it's almost like he's underrated. He doesn't play like a extent. typical English player. Even the way he moves, yeah. the way his technique is, it's not yeah typical. He, he's he's quite he's he's good. I think Tottenham have made a very good signing there. When you say he's replaced Kane, I, I no. don't agree with Corey that it's a reach. In in the sense that the creativity they may have lost through when Hurricane left, they may have gotten that. It be the ghost way. Then maybe they've not yet replaced. That's my but problem. Because Kane the built them out part, of a lot of like like tight more more moments, but, man. But so Corey, I'm wondering that does Jamaica have the ability to is, create that Corey, for them? As far as you keep creating big chances, Charlie strike has sunset and cry, he can put one or two away. Jonathan and and right now Bro, they are Rich playing Allison Son. Didn't score a goal for for that's how many why he months? didn't play yesterday. They put some human there. <laughs> you know that guy's not a Brazilian. He's definitely from Nicaragua. Even if you look at the way he does, that is not that chicken thing. <laughs> definitely from Nicaragua, not from Brazil, <laughs> right? But 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 if they and and you can tell that Son is growing older, so he's lost some pace and his one v one threats. So shifting him to the middle might actually be good, right? Where wherein Son is now the guy who finishes it because he's still a very good finisher. And he only needs James Madison to to find him to pick out to create the chances, using um, Destiny Dozier on the left hand side and uh, Pedro Poro on the right hand side, for instance. And then now in the middle they are also quite stable, right? Kulisevsky is also there to also chip in some goals when necessary. In the middle they are quite stable, having played um, what Bisuma and um, this Saar guy. When Bentancur comes back, they would also get some form of attacking threats as well from Bentancur and some defensive solidity. So the the bones to work with to uh, you know to to play well and to get results is there. And just has to put it together and has to manage kind of like the game time and everything. I'm I'm if James Patterson gets injured they are in a very they'll be in a very very sticky situation. But if he's My able to manage exactly. manage dependent on again they are still dependent on that one player and this guy James Madison is not scoring. He may, he may, he may assist, but if he gives you the goal scoring chance where you know put Amla, well, he hasn't done anything though. in the he's game. Scored, I think he's he scored three no, no, goals no, 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 no. The season just starts. You see, he said that <laughs> if they lose Madison, they'll be in a sticky situation. If they lose Madison for like two months, now you they face some some Brentford, some some you know them them teams where they're not here. Then <laughs> <laughs> you, you you can't you can't meet is those, those teams now. For, for, actually, Forest is one of those teams. Then just go pack two banks of four. Then of course, you think Forest is one of those teams. But but that's my point. If they lose him, they're screwed. You see, the way I see it, in the past, what, three years or so, even with Kane playing, they've barely been able to make top four. They haven't, have they even made top four ever since... Um, but oh, I'll be there. Good think, okay, Conte, the Conte, oh, since season, that time. Oh, yeah, but Conte, yeah. The thing is, that's not it on the last day. The thing is, 
even with Kane around, they haven't really done anything extraordinary. So replacing Kane's importance, even if they manage to finish top five, safe, it's like they've done. It's a well. big achievement. It's I, I, achievement. I, get, I get what you mean. Yeah, it's not like yeah, they were winning trophies with Kane, and do, and even that's also one of the reasons why I don't understand why they were so desperate to hold on to Kane, because under him you weren't winning. If he leaves and you're not winning, nothing has really changed. Yeah, like has, the value is the same, <laughs> the bro. The value is the same. The things that you are achieving with him, maybe with the exception of reaching the Champions League final, I'm sure that they could have achieved all those things even without Kane. Because once you're not winning trophies, then what are you really fighting for? The top. Four. I think they are. I think they wanted to hold get uh, because of as Corey said. How many times did did we see Hurricane just? single-handedly just bail them out yeah but if like, they bail you out it, and then you finish hard. sixth seventh then like i mean what's why, why are you so desperate bro to so if he they bail them out seven, if he they bail them out seven then they finish six, seven if you know they build them where <laughs> then they finish that'd be the <laughs> <laughs> like for like the way I, it's, it's not like you're losing a ronaldo or something where like he they win he they win you trophies and things single-handedly like he's winning you individual games and stuff but he's not winning you trophies and stuff so, like, if you go, yeah, maybe you will finish some 8th and ninth. But, like, I mean, what would be the difference between finishing 7th and finishing ninth? Like, last season, where did they finish? 8th. Was I it think it's like, it's like like some 2 million pounds or some 3 million. Like, it'd be, some, <laughs> some, it'd be like one day in March, <laughs> two tickets or some shit like what, that. What would really be the difference there? Like, uh, but, yeah, me, honestly, like Van Gelder said, I'm also very impressed. I hope it doesn't last long, Mom, because I don't want a tough... Top for race at all. Facts. Like, <laughs> I hope it doesn't last. But I'm hoping on, to see Tottenham in like ninth and tenth battle. Exactly. Moving on to other people who have impressed so far. How impressed have you guys been with Jude Bellingham so far? Aura man. That be all I go talk. Aura man. They say right now he be striker. You know they do the midfield work again. He just they score. But very very impressed. So I've moved to a club of the size of Real Madrid. Just I'm so happy. Take. Take the place by some. I'm happy. I'm. I'm. I, yeah. I'm, I'm not his biggest fan. I've actually never been impressed whenever I've watched him. Same. Same. But what what he did do be very impressive. That one day, if somebody do something impressive, just for talking the more. Yeah. Right. He's gone. Be, he's very, gone to to Madrid, and he's he's like taking on the mantle. Like I was bought for hundred million. I'll show you why I was hundred million. Like he's there to displace pe- people. He started hit the ground running. Scored in his scored and assisted in his first couple of games. Like nobody can tell you anything when you start like that. I like some people we then come from the west side of London. No? The if you buy a player of that value, where he can't where he start a bang for you like this dictating play, stop stopping balls, scoring, bruh. That's a win-win situation for you. And I'm very happy as an English man, considering the record English boys have in Spain. From from the Bills to the uh, uh, Owens and the Beckhams and stuff, even I think even Beckham did fairly well. But what what, what he's doing, I hope, changes the whole narrative of boys that only want. I'm actually glad he didn't go to Liverpool. I don't think Liverpool probably he would have done well in Liverpool, but I don't, I don't want to see that man. Like I'm happy he's in, he, he's doing well in Madrid. Make you stay there doing things. If you put it into context that this guy is actually only just 19. It's a bit scary, isn't it? Ah, I thought he was like 21, 22. 21? He's 19. Or he'd be 19. Like, you like, see, like, like, because like of real the talk. amount of football he's played so far, it's easy to forget how, Bro, how young ridiculous. he is. 
Birmingham football club re- retired his jersey. They retired his jersey in Birmingham at 16. No wonder them not win when the trophy. They retired his his jersey his jersey number in Birmingham when he was 16 years old. This guy is just 19. He's just tall, like he's thick tall. <laughs> so if you see him, you think he's older, but he's not. He's just 19. Just 19, you know, man. I'm just hoping, I'm just hoping they don't make him they don't make his head as big as Mbappe. But I guess Mbappe, his head being big, but that's doesn't matter because the girls, the guys still the bank. <laughs> Hey, they won't, as for Madrid, they they don't they don't make any like you have to be Ballon d'Or winning. <laughs> Madrid is very hard times. for you to feel bigger than the team. So like hey, <laughs> the fans will just suck you. They themselves them go suck you. <laughs> you know, but but he has taken on the mantle of a Galactico very well. I, I would say no kind of one can free. He has he has he has taken on that mantle very well. He's been playing very well, scoring goals, five games, five goals, one assist. Fair enough, like Charlie, and he's playing alongside Charlie. Madrid's midfield is just so crazy, man. The they, options, have, they have the, they have the most intact mid- bro. They have, they they have, have Kamavinga, and these are all kids. So Kamavinga, Valverde, Charlie. Why now? Oluman, Modric, Oluman, Cruz, and Oluman, Modric. No, they play with them. Just did it, and they like in it touch like ATF minutes. <laughs> then you can do you touch, I touch, you touch. Honestly, Modric should have been the first player to go to Saudi Arabia because he has, like, he, he, has a, he doesn't really have any reason to stay again. He's completed for football, bro. You said you win Ballon d'Or. You win all the Champions Leagues. You win everything. So, like, why, why were you staying? Like, there's no reason for him to stay there and just be a bench player for all these kids for this season. Like, I don't get it. Maybe in hindsight, he probably wishes he had taken the money. I mean, they could still come for him next year. As they are getting Salah, they may get him along. Mm-hmm. You know, you never know. Let me just ask. Predictions. Who do you think is going to be the signing of the season? Not just in England, but across. You know, funny thing. I was going to give it to Bellingham be- before we spoke about him. That's in like, he's the one I'm watching outside of England. In terms of the signing of the season, I, I want to see what he does outside of England. In terms of England... Oof. The one who will make a real difference. Wow. That's a tough one, man. Bro, across the world, Seth, it's really tough. Because yeah. I'm not going to lie. And I stopped to watch Italian League. La Liga, they're my logo, they bomb me. So, <laughs> I watch them. Signing of the season. Charlie, this is a tough question. Oof. You know what? Because my my my, my boy be... be He's, I, I, I just like him. I'll give it to Kudus. Kudus, <laughs> you guys, have you seen the, the conundrum he might be in at West Ham? Because, the, like, the we were discussing anybody. <laughs> the, the, what we were discussing last week, Jared Bowen is still playing quite well. Uh, Word Prowse is there, whose place is like he's probably the cornerstone of the West Ham team with his dead ball <laughs> expertise but, and everything. Uh, I, I think I have an answer to your question. Mm. I, my answer will be it's also in West Ham. It's not worth proud, but I'll go Edson Alvarez. That guy is like ice. He's like ice under pressure. And I think West Ham may have quietly and silently just, you know, replaced the attributes that they lost in Declan Rice with both, um, what's his name, um, Alvarez and. You know, they didn't get one player to replace, of course, but they, they've been able to do it 
so they will get their passing range and you know the the you know the passing range and that chance creation and even goal scoring from this guy will be named the former Southampton guy James Ward Prowse and then they will get the defensive work the calmness in pressure you know just protecting the back line from Edson Alvarez I've been silently impressed with what I've seen so far from him I mean I, I could be wrong but yeah that would be somebody I would shout out for for a signing of the season yeah um, for me, I would go with James Madison because for the price tag that he went for, I know his own coach said that it would be bargain, but considering what we've seen in this market, I think... Why did United go for him? United, you see, the thing is, United, like I was saying the other time, Ooh. I think I thought ta- they were see, looking for see, someone... As you, talk, they were look- as you talk this thing, yeah, where I Kai something. Charlie, it could also be Dominic Soboslai, you know? Sabolai. Uh, that's also true. He's also a very, Oof. very. <laughs> you see, there's them sign so many players. Like, <laughs> now we've okay. You know what? Make we do on this way. That'd be the question of the week. Who is... Make everybody name five players they think will have big because the signings are just way too many. Five we is can't too just pick one. Okay, three signings that the, everybody thinks will be the signing of the season in their or have the most impact in their clubs. So three signings. Make everybody. All the around the world, yeah. around the world, not just England, around the world. So if you they follow uh, Singaporean, they, <laughs> you know, follow some name from there, can make we just go check. <laughs> so, you yeah. know, yeah. So yeah, remember reply or quote the tweet, or you can also use the hashtag ATWGCR. Now, moving on to the final thing. Wait, 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 please, please. Before you go to FPL, I beg you, I know you say you won't close early, but make I just talk this thing. It feels good to sit back and not have to carry the burden of London in Europe. Make one of other boys go try come. Make we see, say, if we day inside, that'd be why they know they perform. Or them just shine, that'd be why they know they perform. Because them all get very cool draws. Oh, so yes. I'm looking forward to seeing what <laughs> else now, especially. Because that, that'd be very uh, Europa League group stage uh, group yeah, says the from outside. I can't hear you from outside the club, bro. Bro, that's what happens when you've carried. It's been eighty-four years. We've been carrying London in Europe. We are tired. Try it and let's see something. Eh? Try it, make we see something. So, cause let me let me just go through the Champions League groups quick, and then you guys just give me quickly who you think will qualify from each group. So, Group A: Bayern, Man United, Copenhagen, and Galatasaray. Which two teams are going through? Bayern Galatasaray. Oh, oh, I, 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 <laughs> you know what? I was going to say Bayern Galatasaray just to spite Smiley. Hey, guys. But I think, I think, I think Ten Hag has enough and United have enough to come out of that group. Of course, of course. I think they'll win, I think they'll win against, I think people will win against Bayern at Ultra Ford by some Katachi. But you go to my side, then they, they will score you. You draw Galatasaray, or you may sneak a win, but you win at home. And then Copenhagen, it, 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 it will be to train the small boys. Uh, okay. uh, look, I know that I talk bang, it just be played, played. Nobody can kill me. Group B. <laughs> I think, wait, 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 wait. I think United will comfortably qualify out of the comfortably. I, I, I don't even think they'll struggle against either Galatasaray or Copenhagen. If they are get some other ideas, I'll be very happy if he does. But. I think the only team where United go talks it'd be tricky be Toto Alote in boys for Bayern. But apart from that, 
I, I, I think Man United comfortably either first or second in the group. Yeah. Okay, Group B, Sevilla, Arsenal, PSV, Lens. Who is going to? Sevilla, Arsenal, PSV. Sevilla, Arsenal, PSV, Lens. Yeah. Bro, PSV is a problem, it's, bro. it's really giving Europa League, man. Yeah, but, but PSV is a problem. <laughs> I, I, I'll say PSV is weaker now because they've lost some players since the last time they played. They don't have uh, Simmons anymore. Madreke is not there. I think they lost their striker or something like that's one of the, the leagues. So I'll say Sevilla and, and, and yeah, Arsenal. Yeah. PSG to drop yes. back into, the, into Europa. Lens haven't started the season well. Our boy is not seeing top this season for some reason. Uh, and I, by our boy, I mean Abdul Salis. It's not been impressive this season. But again, it's just three or four games this season. So let's see. But yeah, Charlie. Reluctantly. Mm-hmm. But Sevilla then fool. Then go try top 10. So say then go go Europa, go win them. So, so Sevilla <laughs> just signed Ramos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sevilla, then food, then go talk. So, Charlie, we will be over league masters. Maybe we just drop there, then maybe we go <laughs> Europa, go play. <laughs> but okay. by the way, does the first and second play like if group A somebody shop first, see they play group B, the person drop second, or they'll do another drop? Is a draw? <sighs> like, okay. like, as go drop second, make then go play. <laughs> so, anyway, moving on, group C Napoli, Real Madrid, Braga, Union Berlin. I think this one is very straightforward. Napoli, oh, Napoli yeah, I, I give it to Napoli, but uh, watch out for Union Berlin. Yeah, 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 yeah. my boy David Datro for final day there. And Shout I, out to Datro, bro. And they also signed Bonucci, so there's also Ooh. that. And okay, <laughs> Group D: Benfica, Inter Milan, Salzburg, Real Sociedad. This is tough. Benfica, Ooh. Inter Milan, Salzburg, Real Sociedad. I think Inter, Inter Milan. You know what? I'll give a shout out to Real Sociedad. I think they 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 will be a surprise. I think hmm. I think me I'm going for Inter Benfica nah, 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 nah. because yeah yeah me too. Inter Benfica. Mm. This is what we call football heritage, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, group E: Feyenoord, Atletico Madrid, Lazio, Celtic. Lazio, hey, Lazio, uh, Atletico Madrid. Simple. Yeah, Lazio and Atletico as well. Um, group F. Paris Saint-Germain, Dortmund, Milan, Newcastle, group of death. This be the group. Ooh. This be the group. I think Newcastle will, will come home to you. Will go to Europa. Uh, <laughs> PSG to, to top the thing. Money to to star. And um, oof, second. I, I I'll give it to Milan, man. Rafael Leal. I'll give it to Milan. Bro, Milan have quietly bought some very, very, very good players. They Two of them from Chelsea, by the way. Window, actually. Very, very good. And 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 for cheap, man. Yeah. I think Milan PSG goes through here. The bro, make nobody can lie, say Eddie how the boys they can't trouble anybody for their team side there. They know they do shilly. But Newcastle fans will have some very fantastic away days. So cool vibes. Um group G, Man City, Leipzig. Um, Red Star don't mention the Red Star I think Leipzig uh, and, and, and City <laughs> Leipzig and City but I just shout out say Osman Bukari go score like some two goals be maybe against somebody make everybody in I get come mm. make everybody I can date up yeah okay um, Group H Barcelona Porto Shakhtar and Antwerp Van Bommel's Antwerp Barca uh, and ah Van, I'll give it to Antwerp <laughs> yeah, that's my that's my home that's my hometown club. 
come on Royal Antwerp, let's go. So definitely Royal Antwerp <laughs> and Barcelona. Okay. So that's see, that's what I'm saying. Antwerp and Barca. So that wraps up our Champions League predictions for the season. Okay, and also, also you guys, real quick, off the top of your head, who's going to win the Champions League? Uh, Bayern Munich. Hmm. I think Real Madrid. Real Madrid, Bayern Munich. Hmm. Yeah, I've not even thought about this. Maybe we already asked a question like that. Um, <laughs> I don't want to say Man City because if Man City do mm. two pits, it go pain my no, heart bro, more than it go, go pain. It go pain. See, then go do two pits, then four pits for the league. Yeah, nah, bro. <laughs> Real Madrid are reluctant because they don't have a striker. So they don't have a striker. Bro, mm. he, Vinicius is. Vinicius is out. I'm part. Bro, I have to say City, I man. Bayern, man. I have to say City. I have to say City or Bayern with Kane. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, because me too. Since since I, I can't go with Madrid because of the striker situation. PSG, yeah. I don't know how it's going to look for them. So Bayern with Mwani? with every they've gone through a lot of changes. So I don't know. I think Bayern is the safest choice because yeah. So. Back to FPL, final thing on the agenda. Um, for this week, as I know, the table is being led by Bendova 11, managed by Denzel Asante. He has 279 points and is about eight points ahead of the second place. But for the week... I get a question. The person who had the most points... I'm coming. For the week, the person who had the most points was K- KT the Don. Who is the manager of It's Lonely at the Top FC? So, I don't have a lot to say about FPL because, man, it's, it's affecting the way I watch the Premiership, and I don't like bro, it. Bro, is that why you didn't see the, the way I watch the Premiership? I'm wishing people score goals. I'm like, oh, this guy, bro. See, today, after we lost the game, after we lost the game, I just go to the thing where I say, hmm, at least Saka get assist. Like, <laughs> see, 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 see what did they talk? See what did they talk? Dude, I watched the thing. I was just like, bro, Haaland bang hat-trick. Bang hat-trick. Captain, get, get in. I looked at it. I said, hey, bro, they win 5-1. You, they chase them. Speaking of Haaland, as somebody who hasn't played FPL in like eight years, let me just say that Haaland has really destroyed FPO because back in the day, everybody gets different captain at least there are like five different captains to choose from people get Van Persie people get Guy the Bill people oh, like right now they, everybody bro, get Haaland bro. as captain it's why the times of Suarez the times yeah, the of Suarez, uh, all um, those guys like right now everybody get Haaland as captain right now if, if you don't captain Haaland you do your work. you do your work. And like it's it's destroyed their unpredictability because at least every week, every week you know the minimum number of points everybody gets. Back then, people they figure fifteen points and things for the week. Right now, they you know that Haaland this week alone he, Dude, gets me, he got like forty so points or something. He got forty after the game, right? I I logged on. I was just like, get in, man. I saw I had forty four points. I said, come on. But I I always look at the average. So when I saw the average was 46 points, I said, mm, bro. <laughs> it means that one day. So I opened it to know what I see. Haaland pet in my whole team. Top 40 points. I go look at Haaland to know. It'd be, uh, oh, who was it? Some, I think uh, Diaby, mm. then in Buemo or somebody mm. get a 2-2. We mm. make the, the, bro, it touched my mm. heart rough. Charlie, 
I get question. I get FBL uh, question. Uh, what be your position this week? I don't know. Thank you, me. Page four. No, no, my table is glitch. Tell him more. Your table is glitch. It's a glitch. And also, remember that right now, more people have added themselves since the last time. So now we are 96. We, I'm not in the bottom 92, 10. So, so where do we do? That's what I could talk. And they go, you know, they were doing what they did right now. If that person overtakes you, it's a problem. It's true, it's true. We've come to the end of the episode. If you haven't done this already, please remember to like, subscribe to the episode, to the podcast on the different podcast platforms. We are available on Amazon, Apple, Spotify, Deezer, everywhere you can get podcasts. We did it. Also, um, please follow our social media pages if you haven't done it already. On TikTok, is After the Whistle. On Instagram, is ATW Podcast GCR. On Twitter, it's very hard for me to say X. On Twitter, it is ATW Podcast GCR. Um, on YouTube, it's After the Whistle Podcast. And yeah, if you want to tweet about the episode, you can reply to our um, posts, you can quote, you can use the hashtag ATWGCR. Or just write to at Gerald Crack. At Gerald Crack. Two is correct. That one too, you can <laughs> just tweet at Gerald Crack. So yeah. Anyway, we've come to the end of the episode and Charlie, first of all, once again, fuck you to KO and Crack for running away from yet another embarrassing Big ups. Defeat. Big ups. <laughs> Big ups. Mm. They have left you to, to face the music. Oh, Charlie. <laughs> again. Again, yeah, again. Uh, thank you guys, you, Corey, and Van Gilda for again rocking with us. Always, and brother. As always, ATW dominates the conversation. This has been a Gold Coast Reports production. Catch up on episodes and discover more shows from our network on listen to GCR dot com.